0: Today, we're gonna be talking about cruise with a couple of cruise experts from the travel industry. Uh, So why not take some time out and join us for the latest travel podcast. Welcome everybody uh, to the travel podcast. Our aim is to inspire you with all the latest developments in travel, making sure that you've got your finger on the pulse so you can plan and experience your perfect holiday. today we're going to be discussing one of the fastest growth areas in travel and that's cruise now i'm joined today by a couple of cruise gurus uh duncan and ross hi guys are you uh, happy new year to you and to you has it started well for you both yeah so far oh, really so good, good. Oh, so good. really good good stuff and i think you know we've been talking before we came on air we we're talking about um you know, there's extra confidence in the market at the moment coming into january with a couple of years hard slog but there's a lot of confidence in the market so let's talk about cruise today and let's kick off with you uh, know what's hot and trending within the cruise market at the moment
1: well lots of things i think um ex-uk cruising is really popular this year for people that were not quite competent to go through an airport and maybe get on an aircraft uh european cruising um definitely um higher spend people if there's a pent-up demand where people haven't had the opportunity maybe to go on a holiday or a cruise holiday for the past couple of years. So they've got that extra that, 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 that extra money. So they're looking to go maybe to a higher grade cabin or they're looking to go further afield. Um, so lots trending in terms of the sales
0: patterns so far this year. And just a quick question for you, Duncan, talking about that. So when people booking cruises, do they book a long way ahead or you know, what's the sort of advice you'd give there then?
1: They absolutely do. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing bookings up to early 2024 at the moment with the winter winter program for 23, 24 being being released early due to the demand because there's such high demand for people to book that perfect cabin, book that perfect itinerary. Mm. Um, and so the demands there so yes we do we we are seeing a lot of people book like a year 18 months in advance but equally we're seeing a lot of late bookings as well people that want to take make the most of the current confidence that's in the marketplace Mm. with fly caribbean and 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 you've got the the canaries which is really
0: really popular this time Mm. fantastic and what about you ross any great tips about what's hot and trending
2: similarly to duncan i mean the the last minute fly cruise to the caribbean it is great i think msc came out with the View and seaside offers which kind of swept the market because they were just insanely well priced uh we have some guests out there in february for half term and it it outpriced a lot of mediterranean holidays and the canaries and those that are looking at winter sun it's such a good option um uh and again the canaries i think we're finding now that more cruise lines are offering itineraries that maybe they wouldn't have in the past so for example this will be the first time ever that azamara have ever sailed the canaries across a winter season Mm -hmm. so yeah lots of options out there
0: fantastic and duncan you talked about sailing from the uk because there are some people that you know maybe don't want to fly and pick up a cruise somewhere else but um Mm -hmm. so people find where can you what, what cruise lines will go from the uk and where where can you go from the uk well, you can go
1: for most UK ports. The, the the bigger ports and the most popular ports of Southampton uh, by far a majority of it is like the, the, the cruise terminal gateway to the UK, Southampton and mm-hmm. most of the major cruise lines will go in and out of there but some of the some of the smaller cruise lines will go from Dover or they'll go from Portsmouth. We've got some cruise lines that go from Tilbury Docks as an example which is really really popular mm-hmm. uh, very, very, really really popular it's very good from a, a connection perspective from London or if you're driving down um, but X uk cruising sailing from the UK is always been popular, um, that because there's many benefits and advantages to it. Um, you know, some cruise lines offer coach from a local pickup point from a customer's local town that will drop them at the, at the cruise terminal ready for them to, to embark on their cruise. Um, parking at Southampton is really, really easy. You tend to park at the port. You park the car, you'll get out of the car, you'll walk to the terminal. Um, the other benefits of ex-UK cruising is there's no luggage allowance. As long as you can fit it in your cabin, you can yeah. take it with you um so and then again at the moment there's a lot of people that are still quite weary of flying of going on an aircraft going through an airport what that experience would be mm-hmm. like so they are turning to sailing from the uk to be able to mm-hmm. do a 30-night caribbean round-trip sailing or you know a 10-night canary islands cruise um and in the summer sort of doing your west your mediterranean destinations from the uk
0: without touching an airport talking of southampton as you know. Uh, last year I experienced my first cruise and that was it was a new thing last year guys it was called a sea-cation and and I went from Southampton to Southampton I didn't go far I think we went around the Isle of Wight and over to the French coast but um, but what that did was give me uh, the experience of of being on on a cruise Um, so a couple of things I mean are they doing those sort of things this year Ross?
2: They are. Uh, I think they proved that they were so popular last year for the first time ever that a lot of cruise lines realised that there is a market for them. And there probably will be for a long time to come now. Some of the cruise lines are doing them again uh, and some have probably extended their itineraries, but still based out of the UK. So mm. those that maybe tried like yourself, a small sea cation around the British Isles or to Northern mm. Europe, may extend that this year into a longer cruise up towards yeah. Ireland and Iceland um maybe even Norway
0: mm. I think for me you know I'm I'm a beach guy you know I like beaches I like towns and stuff and I went on a seacation, and one of the things the biggest thing for me and I'm sure you might have a, a couple more was a lot of the time I didn't realize I was on a ship I, I could have been anywhere there were theaters there were bars a virtual reality and I actually keep I actually forgot because you wouldn't know because i think some of the misconceptions about travel is that it the ship moves around a bit um everyone's old so so there's a couple are there any other misconceptions about travel that maybe people think before they book
2: for me the ones that i always um try and get out of people's mind are the fact that they think they're going to be claustrophobic and that they'll be crammed like sardines Often that's generally not the case, even when we're selling to full capacity. Um, And Duncan, I'm I'm pretty sure that a lot of cruise lines are still only selling to 65, 70% capacity. So often, you know, there's tons of room available. Um, And a lot of people seem to think they're mega books and astronomical. And again, that's really not the case. There are so many great deals around uh, and great value deals, even outside of the January sales.
0: Yeah, I found um, that the cruise that I did, I think it was four nights. The value for money was unbelievable, and they they needed a crane to get me off of the ship because I ate so much. Let's be honest. Yeah, but but you know the the standard of the restaurants was absolutely amazing. So, so Duncan, if you had a somebody um, that usually like me that goes along normally to a beach or a city, uh, and they're saying, oh, I'm not sure about cruising. What? Sort of, how would you? What sort of thing would you do to maybe persuade them to consider a cruise?
1: I've talked to them about previous holiday experiences what they like to experience when they're on holiday in terms of do they like to go and explore, do they like to see cities, what do they like to do when they're on their holiday and explain the benefits of, you know, going on a seven-night cruise, experiencing six different destinations in seven days and only unpacking once. For a lot of people, that's sold it straight away. Um, and, it's, you know, the, the different types of cruises that are on offer, it isn't just about um, there is traditional cruising available, but there is very modern and sleek style cruising available as well really understanding um what they like to get from their holiday if if they're a beach lover what do they you know do they have days by the pool do they enjoy a spa and then
0: selling the benefits of these facilities that are available on board cruise ships i remember uh, we we docked in portland now down in south coast docked in portland and it was a beautiful day and we we didn't get off the ship we sat around the pool all day with the kids and all we could see with this was the sky you know, and I I said to my wife at the time, I said, we could be anywhere in the world mm. because the weather was great. You just had to put your hand up and people would bring you a drink and there was entertainment. There was music and it was really, really cool. Really, really cool. So getting back to what we were talking about, um, cruising for this year, let's get in, maybe get in a bit more specific about, you know, itineraries and ships. So Ross, are there any new any new ships around this year that people should be aware of?
2: There are. I mean, so many come to mind. I think there's between 17 and 19 new ocean ships coming out in 2022 alone, which is, you know, is crazy figures. Um, And that doesn't include new river cruise vessels. I always try and get on the new ships when they come out as soon as possible. So I think I already have four sailings booked on new ships for this year alone um so the four i'm going to be on are valiant lady and resilient lady so the two newest ships from virgin voyages uh, there is also celebrity beyond which is the third ship of the edge class series and royal caribbean's newest which is wonder
0: of the seas wow um duncan maybe tell us more about that wonder of the seas because i've got my eye on royal caribbean if i'm honest Royal Caribbean
1: always pull it out the bag with a launch when they bring out new initiatives and they've got their innovations are absolutely mind blowing. Um, but there's things like uh, you know the water slides, the Central Park. Um, we've got the um, cantilevered pool bar, which is brand new to Royal Caribbean. It's something that's something that's brand new to cruising. They always they always bring it out. I think with Wanda, I think she's designed. You know, she's designed for the, the, for the family market. She, she's going to be at the wow factor beyond wow. If there can be beyond wow, I definitely think uh, Wanda's going to bring that to the marketplace. Um, you know, it's got eight, eight, um, eight neighbourhoods rather than seven, and it's got a sweet class neighbourhood. And, mm-hmm. you know, Sky Suites and the loft suites they're bringing out, they're just absolutely exquisite. I, um, for one, am really excited for Wanda launching and
0: really, really um, looking forward to the opportunity to get on board and have a look around. You're trying to make me wanna book it, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, I can feel that. I can feel myself being drawn towards it. Um, what did you say is it a different type of wow? What was the strap line then?
1: well is there a different can you get any
0: better than wow it's like the
1: wow wow factor isn't it it's like well do we go wow 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 wow, wow. um but royal caribbean always have that you know there's one thing that's guaranteed with that cruise line is regardless of the, the, the ship that you board you're going you to have wow factor um and it's just fun it's refreshing mm-hmm. You know and you're going on a fun exciting refreshing fast-paced cruise line but actually you're going to come off feeling really refreshed like you've had a real holiday and you've experienced so many new things and made so many memories that it's just priceless
0: i'm searching for my credit card as we speak guys i am taking it out my wallet let's do this um one thing we spoke about again earlier was um, the, the the confidence in the market. And one thing we realized, uh, we were talking about this on air, is that um, people seem to be having those uh, why not moments. I think, you know, if we've had lockdowns and restrictions. And I think if people have, have come out with that life's too short sort of approach. Um, so if somebody really wants to blow the inheritance, you know, really want that cruise of a lifetime, what's out there for them, guys? There's
1: lots and lots out there if they really work, there's everything from whole world cruise, obviously world cruise is, is a lot of people aspire to do a world cruise to world cruise sectors where they can fly to a destination and pick the ship up and sail back to the uk. Um, I would say um, you know expedition cruising you know, the Galapagos and all the the different places that you can go where it's cruising, but it's different because it's got a whole completely different concept. Um, Definitely for for, for families with the pent-up demand, get them cabins upgraded, go for those loft suites, go for the sky suites, go concierge class and really experience the wow double wow factor that's on offer in the marketplace at the moment.
2: The one thing that I would actually trigger in, um, not to spend too much time on on Royal Caribbean, but something that they've never done before is a world cruise. And that is exactly what they now have launched. So it's on Serenade of the Seas, which isn't one of their newer ships, but it's perfect for a world cruise because it can get into the smaller ports and the more intimate destinations that you would want to see on a world cruise. Uh, If you think you came off needing a crane after your week on MSC, Um, I think this world cruise is something like 260 something nights, which is just, it's (laughs) utterly insane. Um, And it's split into four sections. So if you don't happen to have 264 days of annual leave, then you can just book the smaller, uh, the smaller itineraries as well.
0: I think I'd have to be on an amazing diet before I considered 260 nights on a cruise ship. I think you'd have to do a lot of that. You can do laps of the ship, can't you? There's lots of exercise on board.
2: It would become a lifestyle change,
0: wouldn't it, for nine months? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It's like a bit like moving abroad, isn't it, for nine months? But I I read the other day, I I don't know whether you can um, substantiate this, is that one of our cruise lines launched an around-the-world cruise that sold out in two days, and this was a 2023. Who was that?
1: Christiania. Was it? Yeah, it's a luxury cruise. Um, it's a luxury cruise line, um, and yes, it's sold out within two days, as they often do, because mm. they don't they don't have large capacity on board. They only hold mm. a certain amount of passengers, um, and the demand for that people will wait, and they're ready. To, they're ready with their cruise expert, mm. because you should always book the cruise expert if you're going to book a cruise. And um, they they're ready to book. They've got you know, and we are. They're absolutely like. They're on board virtually in their mind. They're on board sailing that world cruise when it launches. So it does sell really, as with all world cruises, it does sell very, very quickly.
0: And I think talking about booking and that. So if, you know, if someone's considering booking a cruise, um, what are the top tips you'd give them for for doing that?
2: So when I start to work with any client on finding the right cruise for them, Firstly, you've got to find the right cruise line to know their style of holidaying, you know, what's right, what's wrong. Um, and then after you figure that out, you can start to find the right itinerary. Maybe they know where they wanna sail, maybe they don't. And then as you start to get further into the process, you can find the right type of stateroom for them. Uh, you know, do they want suite access and elevated benefits? Do they need an accessible cabin? Do they have a particular preference of side? Do they wanna be close enough to elevators so that it's not a mile walk but far Mm -hmm. enough away so that it's not super noisy in the stairwells you know there's there's so many um i I guess specific topics that you wouldn't necessarily think of or have access to
1: if Mm -hmm. you were booking
2: a land holiday you know i I can't think of any other type of holiday where you get to specifically Mm -hmm. choose the exact room and number that you're going to be in
0: Yeah. And you'd say, Duncan, I guess, so it's it's a good idea maybe not to always go for the cheapest cabin or stateroom, maybe to, to, you know, have a look.
1: Definitely, and you know, as you know, go with part of your journey when you're making your, when you're doing your, um when you're looking at booking or you, you're making inquiries about a cruise, is understanding the best part of the ship to stay on. You know, a lot of people think yes, we would they'll have the leading price, which means the cheapest fare, but you know that's not necessarily the right cabin for you. So it's always worth thinking about if you were going to stay in a hotel, would you stay in a hotel room without a window? No. Would you stay in a hotel room without a balcony if you're on a beach-based holiday? Probably yeah. not. So it's always worth, you know, thinking about these things when you are looking at making, going, booking a cruise, because a balcony cabin will enhance your experience. Mm. Having, the, you know, some of, the, some of the balcony cabins I've experienced here, the sunset verandas, and some of them are absolutely amazing. When you've done a fantastic shore excursion or you've been on a beach day, then you're back on board and you're on your balcony as you're sailing away from port. Mm. the sun's coming down is absolutely yeah again it's priceless you know mm. so definitely think about every aspect of that when you are looking yeah. at booking
0: book and, and i experienced that i had a um a suite on my sea cation and it was at the back of the ship I, i'm sure there's another term for it but i was at the back and just in the morning you know getting up with a coffee sat you know whether it's leaving port or whatever and the same in the evening it was great and i guess If you break it down into a per day cost the you know the increase wouldn't really be too too much would it
1: always always look at it when you take take the cost of a cruise you i always break it down per day and when you think about the inclusivity of that cost
0: it, it goes without saying that it's fantastic value fantastic anyway guys that was fantastic duncan ross really enjoyed that some great information about cruise Hope you all enjoyed that, the latest episode of the Travel Podcast. And Remember, if you're ready and you want to book that next cruise, then make sure you work with a travel expert. Thank you very much, everyone. We'll see you next time. The Travel Podcast is sponsored by Not
1: Just Travel, where it's not just travel, it's a way of life. We hope you liked this podcast. And if you did, please tell your friends. But also take a moment to rate us on iTunes as it helps spread the word. Thanks for
2: listening.